Hello world, welcome to Mochas, and I'm Morris, I'll be your host for today. What's up world? I hope you guys are doing just fine during the COVID-19 pandemic. So please, just stay at home and do something productive, even than just sleeping. <laughs> anyway, today's a great day to start another podcast, and I'm here with the most sexiest living American accent, my bro, Rake. He was a YES scholarship awardee in California. Studying and also having a culture exchange abroad is such a great excitement and also a situation where not all people can have that chance. So that's why it's kind of interesting to go forward from Rocky. Rainbows and multicultural societies are like, diversity makes them beautiful. A very excellent quote from Finita Kinra, and that is what Rocky experienced of from the YES scholarship program in the United States. So welcome to the second episode from Talking Segment, Talk in English. Today, I'll be collaborating with my best friend Rocky from the Indonesian Cyber Security Institute about English and multiculturalism development, the YES Awardee's perspective. So stay tuned. So, okay, today in this episode, English and multiculturalism experience from the AF Azure YES Awardee's perspective. So, world. In this episode, I'll be discussing about my friend's perspective, Risky, regarding with his experience and exp- excitement living in the US, the migrant country, the whole new multiculturalism and diversity. So, yeah, before that, Risky, can you introduce yourself? Right, hi. Um, my name is Risky. Uh, actually, I'm kind of afraid if, uh, if the listener's gonna be confused because uh, we put the Risky, so. And I'm the second grade students in uh, National Cyber and Crypto Institute. That's all. Okay, that's all. Yeah, anyway, uh, please, do you have any other nickname besides Risky? You know, I'm like, we have the same name Risky from the deepest heart. <laughs> when yeah, I call I you Risky, it's like I'm calling myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Well, well, um, let's just agree that um, I go by Rocky, because that's okay. uh, my nickname in in the school right oh yeah yeah i remember rocky the first time we met you 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 said your name was rocky yeah rocky yeah yeah okay so i'll call you rocky so from now that. <laughs> so yeah anyway before we start um the conversation i, I just want to ask um how, how you doing i'm doing great i'm yeah. pretty decent so are you still in um the cyber institute or you're coming back home um so I'm in Hamner now because um, the school actually uh, have returned all the students back home mm-hmm. since uh, March. Yeah. So yeah, so we can't have some time with family, not oh. like in school. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's that's such a nice situation. So how is it doing in your um, yeah. province um, about the coronavirus? Well, the coronavirus itself is um, I don't know the reality because uh, um, there are a lot of issues mm-hmm. actually, but. Uh, in my city itself, it's, um, it's doing good. Um, we're getting better, and actually, um, we are no longer have the SBB policy because uh, all the barricades on the streets have um, been removed. So, um, the the government itself say that we can't have some normal activity. Okay. So, yeah. So, I think that's a good thing. But, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. A good you're you're in thing. Central Java, right? Um, in which yeah, true. which part? Um, the precise. Sorry. So I live in Tegal. Oh, you live in Tegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. in Tegal, it's just fine, you know. Um, since it's the media uh, said that Tegal is doing some 
kind of locked down, so it's now now it's not, yeah. Yeah. The barricade is removed. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm Let's really interested. Back to normal. You know, I'm really interested in interviewing you because you're like the AFS or yes um, scholarship awardee, which I was, I, I, I was pursuing that that scholarship when I was in high school, but I didn't pass the test. So, oh yeah. So it's like um, really interesting <laughs> things, you know, to interview you because you know what AFS or yes scholarship is like a golden ticket for senior high school students um, to go abroad and learn something new from culture, habits, education, and probably anything. So, how's the process? How you come up with that scholarship? And so, please, could you share with us? All right. Um, so, talking about the scholarship, it goes back when I was still in elementary school. I think it was like in my sixth grade. So, I have a relative who got the scholarship as well and went to the United States for free. So, I was like, wow, that's, that's super cool, you know, like for a high school students go to another country like for free. like. Who else don't want something like that? Yeah. So, like, I wanted to do that too. So I started gathering information about it through the internet and found out that this program is for high school student. And my elementary student self back then was like, crap, it's a long, so it's a long way to go. Like, I still have like four years or so. So yeah, so I had a dream that I want to get scholarships since elementary students. And when I finally got to be a high school student, I went to high school. So I applied for these scholarships and uh, went to the selection process. And the selection process, so this case, uh, it's a long process. It's a, it's a require a lot of waiting and praying and patience. Patience, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. But it's not because um, it's not because there are many selection steps. But uh, it's about the time gap, risky like. The gap between each test, each selections, it can take up to like three months or so. Oh, yeah. So that's why it's a lot of waiting and praying and, mm -hmm. and uncertainty whether I get a scholarship or not. Yeah, yeah. So the first step, like, um, we had an academic test. It's a it's a written test. Yeah. So it's only about about the national history and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think I think you remember that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like national history. Mm -hmm. What stuff? Stuff like that, like. Mm -hmm. Like what is the capital city of Peru? Nah, yeah. Some easy stuff. What's like the that. um? Yeah, okay. Huh. Yeah, I think you remember mm -hmm. that. Just mm -hmm. it just uh needs a lot of reading and mm -hmm. yeah, basically just need to read a lot. Read a lot. Okay. And then the next step was like interview. So mm -hmm. there are two kinds of interview: the interview in Bahasa Indonesia mm -hmm. um, and interview in English, mm -hmm. obviously. So after that um wait for another three months and then get an announcement that um, I got passed to go to the next step which okay. was the small group discussions I think mm. so this is the my most favorite part of the selections mm. because the, in, in this in this in this step um, all the selectees that got into this step um, was like divided into smaller groups I think it okay. consists of like Five or six, I, mm. I don't really remember. Mm -hmm. I think it's like six students, and then we had a case, a okay. problem that we have to solve. Mm. Like for instance, we had problems that in this area there's a drought, there's some education problems, and then we were given us very basic tools like a pencil, a scissors, the papers, and stuff like that. And um, the judges wants us to discuss it and create something to demonstrate to create a model of how are we going to overcome the problems mm. so um, 
very, I don't know, I like it. I enjoyed the process because um, <laughs> yeah. we had like real discussion, <laughs> like, oh no, we have to create this, 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 this. Changing ideas, like, yeah. <laughs> <to the> judges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like exchange ideas and like intense debate within the team. And like anybody try to get to be a team leaders because mm-hmm. like you know like if, if you act like a team leader then you get yeah. more points like so, so that's 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 like intense mm-hmm. and then after all uh, we need to present it to the judges and then just like a selection process the judges can uh, give us some pressure like just say no it's not gonna work just say this just say this <laughs> well the whole point is just to show to like to see how can we deal with the pressure so can we deal with the confidence that mm. our solution is gonna lead the problem solving okay so, so yeah that's pretty much the selection process and if you are applying for AFS mm-hmm. so that's that's all the selection process you're, you're done mm-hmm. you just need an extra patience an extra praying mm-hmm. to the announcement for AFS but I applied for yes yes uh-huh. so I need to to went to a uh, an extra process of selections, which is the um, national selection in Jakarta, which was a pretty much just a wrap up of the entire selection process, but mm. in it only lasts for three days. So okay. we, we went through the same process after all, the interview, something like that, just mm. in three days. And after that, again, another waiting, another praying, another <laughs> times to strengthen your patience. And then yeah. we got the announcements, and then I was so happy because like uh, the announcement said that I was selected to get the scholarship, and mm. then it also come with a lot of paperwork that I need to do. Okay, I think, I think you yeah. know that. Um, yeah. as, a, uh-huh. as an immigration student, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. always it to prepare like a lot of paperwork, and moreover, moreover, I was just like a high school student. Yeah, I have to deal with like piles of paperwork myself. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was crazy. It like, uh-huh. was stressful. It's, it's not the selection process; it's the paperwork. Was, okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much how I get the scholarship. Uh, so well, I, I consider myself so risky. I consider myself. Um, I'm not a smart. It's not. I get a scholarship <laughs> because not because I'm not. I'm not a smart person. I'm not a genius, <laughs> so that I get the scholarship. It's just <laughs> I, I get the chance there's a door opens so mm-hmm. I take the opportunity and uh, and I get I get my best shot my, my best shot mm, okay. I take the shot and I consider myself to be a lucky person so, so okay. I think I think mm. you don't get this scholarship not because mm. you are a genius but I think <laughs> I am more lucky than you. Like <laughs> yeah, you're no. Uh, basically, basically uh, you're too. such a, a really genius man, man. You you don't have to be like that. You're you're so smart. I know you. That's you're. It's not because only you're smart. You have that leadership. You have that um different opinions. You have that different unique ideas. That's why they chose you. <laughs> that's well, all about I, yes, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not judge still. <laughs> I'm, I still consider myself as lucky, right? Oh. Yeah, so yeah that's, you know, uh, pretty much everything about it's so, such a really unique process and long way journey before you um, you went to the United States. I know because I've joined yeah, the test, yeah. uh, but I, I just passed it until the interview. Uh, the, in the interview, I, I, I failed because I, I don't know why. I don't know, I don't know what's the judge perspective or what's um, their assignment towards me. So I don't know why. But um, right. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is that you have to read for the first you have to read a lot of um, like uh, 
what is it called a lot of common knowledge you know like um the uh, the name of the province yeah. and then um the how the world population or something like that yeah. and so to pass the first step you know it's quite a long yeah. journey so uh actually what what, yeah, what is, is the difference between afs or yes because um when i applied for yes actually i i actually applied for yes but i have to um pass the selection for afs first before i have um to to join yes so what what's the difference actually between afs or yes all right um so the main difference between afs and yes itself uh it's uh, two different organizations also the yes is not an organization it's a it's a program offered by the united states department of state with its sole missions to um build mutual understanding between the host community and the and the community in back home mm-hmm. and the afs is uh mainly the difference in the scholarship that they offer mm-hmm. where the afs offers a partial scholarship mm-hmm. and you have a lot of options on which countries that you want to go oh okay but the yes it's a full it's a fully funded scholarship like mm-hmm. it's um frankly speaking it's uh it's like a free ticket to go to united states but you oh. only have um united states as an option mm-hmm. so okay. that's that's the main difference oh. the program itself is uh give pretty much the same value the same experience mm-hmm. but um yeah, different that's, that's, different country yeah different. Mm-hmm. so afs yeah, provides different country, um different options you can choose uh another country beside the united states for ifs and yes is only for the united states um that's the main difference okay that's that's quite that's interesting dude <laughs> that's quite interesting so yeah how is it like living in a migrant country like the united states you know um there's a lot of foreign born there so um yeah. that 20 23% of the population there are foreign born so how is it like living in a migrant country like the united states All right. Um well it's it's actually for me yeah. um I have a like I knew about the United States mm-hmm. um before it was like from a movie from a like, Hollywood movie so uh, what I think about the United States itself based upon the movies like a lot of um Caucasian dude like mm-hmm. European look like dude with mm-hmm. a tall body and something <laughs> like that but yeah. I was very shocked when I went to the United States. It's it's not like what I thought before. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I still like there are a lot of um Caucasian dude and but there are also a lot of um people who are not originated from the United States. Like okay. there are a lot of Filipino, a lot of um Mexican people, a lot of people who are originated from um you know, the Africa, the African American yeah. and from the Middle East. Middle East. Yeah. So it's a uh, It's, it's it's it it gave me an experience that I never expected because mm. uh, as a matter of fact um place where I live in the United States my placement yeah. it was uh, there were a lot of of migrant immigrants from mm. Mexico mm. and from Filipino so there are a lot of Filipino and Mexico okay. and um from the if you talk about the physical appearance they looked a lot like dude from Indonesia. Oh okay. Like mm-hmm. Filipino, like people yeah. from Filipina, they look yeah. a lot more like us and huh. from We share the Mexico same ancestor. Yeah. In terms mm-hmm. of skin tone and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It shows the same ancestor. So mm-hmm. so that's kind of unexpected because I expect to meet a lot of um like what I thought looked like American. Mm-hmm. After I went there, so American is not like 
unexpected. There are a lot of、um, people who come from a country like I never even heard before, like、okay. a country with、um, you know that like Kazakhstan or something、oh, yeah. like that country. Yeah, yeah,、uh-huh. yeah. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of people come from there, and、um, some of them even my high school friends was、yeah. born in Filipina, Philippine,、mm-hmm. in Philippine,、mm-hmm. and some、yeah. of my friends even. Even came to the United States when、mm. they, when they were like 16 or so. So,、mm. um, I still have some the same experience with、mm. them because they go to the United States、mm. and they had a cultural shock.、Mm. And I went to the United States and I had cultural shock because,、mm. uh, like, we only spent basically like few months in the United States.、Mm. So I have a a lot of friends with common experience with me in high school.、Mm. And then、um, talking about the language itself,、um, they have hardship in dealing with language. They have、um, they need to adjust some time to be able to what to be able to integrate with the community.、Okay. Mm. Some people only、uh, fluent in Spanish,、mm. like you know the the, lang- the main language of the Mexico Spanish,、yeah. and then、mm-hmm. they have a problem with English and.、Um, Their parents can speak English, and something like that. So that's、okay. that's a lot of experience I get.、Mm-hmm. Like you know,、um, you got to see people from all over the world, and then you have to、um, listen to them. You got to see their perspective of the United States,、mm-hmm. which、um, build your own perspective as well. And then you you know that you are not alone.、Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 a it's a good thing that <laughs> okay yeah you are in. In a totally different country, you are in a totally different、um, place where you have never been before. But you are not alone. That's that's some kind of feeling that I feel、um, mm-hmm. living in a migrant country like United、mm-hmm. States. So, so yeah, that's that's the biggest value that I learned. Wow, such a you. It seems like you have had a great、uh, excitement and also experience in the United States. I was wondering, like, what was、yeah. the culture shock like in the beginning? What was it? What was it like? I mean, like, how、All、can、right. you overcome that culture shock? Because when I first came to Australia, it's it's quite kind of hard for me, you know, to 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 overcome that culture shock. It took yeah,、um, probably I, I one、see. one month for me to、um, to integrate with the people around there because.、Um, Yeah, the racism and something like that—it's kind of hard to、um, overcome. So, how how was it like, and how can you overcome that culture shock? All right. So, so、um, before I go further to my experience, actually, it's it's a it's a I'd say it's a wonderful that you overcome that cultural shock in a month because、mm-hmm. it's a it's a in terms of time, it's it's really quick, you know. Because、okay. I myself personally.、Mm-hmm. I deal with culture shock for like,、mm-hmm. I would say like three months or so. Okay.、Huh? Because I don't know. So、uh, there are a lot of stuff that、um, different with the customs in Indonesia,、mm-hmm. United States, like things that we、uh, think it's a it's pretty common thing to do.、Mm-hmm. It's a it's a way different thing over there, and、mm-hmm. sometimes it can be very offensive. Like in Indonesia. Um, where we ask people about the religions, it's a, it's a common thing. Like, yeah, it's a common it's, thing. It's yeah, something,、mm. That, mm. something that taboo or like will offend people.、Mm. And as a matter of fact,、mm. religion is something that、um, put in our idea. Like in Kepi,、yeah. we have religion. Yeah, yeah. And it's totally different over there. Like, 
when I heard from my host mom that you should never ask people about their religions. Okay. It's like wow, right? Because mm. because religion is uh, it's a thing. It's a mm. thing like personal thing. Yeah. It's not something that you should show to other people. Mm. So that's that's another thing that I learned. It's actually if if you see it, it's a it's a good thing. So mm-hmm. it, they see religion as something that they have to deal with yourself and with God, not it's mm-hmm. not something that they have to force other people. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I learned from it. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the things that I uh, see. Mm-hmm. And actually risky. Yeah. Uh, something that I really find totally different but mm-hmm. in a in some in a way that it it gives me some kind of uh, what is it? A moral value. Okay. Like a positive mm-hmm. moral value is the yeah. it's this cultures where they mm. greet well, like like if I walk to a store and I I met a guy mm. and then we are um, we are going to the same section in the store and like it's 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 a common thing for me to say like hey good morning what are you doing okay are you uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's, it's it's very common mm. it's 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 pretty I don't know it's a different thing like in here in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. We learn a lot about like gotong royong. Yeah, like mm-hmm. but it's it's very uncommon for us to just say selamat pagi to other people, like to to okay. security guards mm-hmm. in the complex, security mm-hmm. guards in our school. It's like it's it's not a common thing for us to say just to say selamat pagi pak. You want to cover Yeah, like uh-huh. it's totally the opposite mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. We knew from like from the maybe like from school that Indonesia is the most like friendly country. yeah friendly friendly country yeah yeah so yeah it was a really fascinating um experience and also excitement in how you manage that um what is it called culture shock three months you know it, um one month for me is because in australia we have um before you go uh, in a in a in a public school before you join um, the class that consists of um, native speaker, you are put in a nap, um, a class called nap. So it's a new arrival program where you um, integrate with oh, yeah. um, a lot of speaker, not 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 the native speaker, like um, people coming from Afghanistan, uh, people coming from um, Peru, something like that. So before you are um, before you are put in the stream, a class with native speaker, you are put in the nap first. So do you have that system in? The United States. I uh, know, no. So I, I went to the United States, so I just go without any system like that. So I have to experience everything myself. Oh, and yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's actually a challenge. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a good thing. That's a for me, it's a good thing because I got to no. I have I had the experience of mm-hmm. on how to deal to be um to be an alien in another country. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be an alien. So. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. So, um, what's the difference between the education system in the United States and in Indonesia? Oh, it's totally different, man. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so uh, I'm um, talking about the primary education system, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, the public school they have, um, what's that? Elementary school and okay. high school. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I know from mm-hmm. from the area where mm-hmm. I live in. So, um, in elementary school, they have um, from first grade to eighth grade. Oh and yeah. Huh. In high school, they start from um, ninth grade to twelfth grade. So it's they have four years of high school. 
and oh, we okay. had uh, we have a uh, three years of high school in Indonesia mm-hmm. and what what makes it um more different than education in Indonesia itself it's the class system mm-hmm. and in Indonesia we 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 used to sit in a class for an entire day mm-hmm. and waiting for the teachers to come mm-hmm. and then teachers go out another teachers comes in <laughs> yeah and like mm-hmm. it's way different you ask mm-hmm. because because each each subject has their own class and mm-hmm. we are the one who go to the class it's like it's oh like a, it's like university yeah it's like, a, like yeah, it's like a university in the campus yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's like university in the campus and mm-hmm. you have you got to choose your own subjects it's it's not like a mandatory subject oh okay. so in Indonesia mm-hmm. we we have we have to deal with like 16 subjects that we yeah, show you like, yeah. <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. We don't have that kind of problems in the United States because, um, well, some subjects are like mandatory for you mm-hmm. to graduate, like like math. I think math, uh, there are some subjects that is that mm-hmm. that they have to take because okay. well, it's it's a it's a it's a basic understand basic science basic mm-hmm. understanding that you need to master like like civic economy history mm-hmm. and math. Mm-hmm. Our fundamental science, but like mm-hmm. other subjects, when you don't want to take, um, let's say, um, geometry, or you mm-hmm. don't want to take algebra, mm-hmm. you can take like cooking class or like okay, like mm-hmm. if you love if you love language, then you have you can take um, language class that your high school mm-hmm. offer. In in my case, my my school offer a French class, and then Spanish class, and then if you don't like all of those, that mm-hmm. you just You just you just like to be in the field. You just like to experience something different. Mm-hmm. There is um, a class called the social justice class, mm-hmm. and then it's 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 like it's like you are going to class with police. Like you mm-hmm. learn about the social okay. justice and stuff like that. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Then you can go to um, a shop class where you learn mechanic. It's like SMK. Like you learn mm-hmm. how to welding, how yeah, to yeah. how to cut wood or something like that. So 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 you can choose mm-hmm. any class you want. Mm-hmm. Like. There's, there's, there's no pressure for you to take this class. Take this class. Mm-hmm. No, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you like. So, I think it it makes people um, deal with the subject that like um, with all of their hearts. Mm-hmm. I, I I saw uh, my friends who are in in um, so I I I choose um, shop class to learn mm-hmm. how to weld and stuff like that. They are okay. very involved in the class. They they. They had a lot of discussion. They really want to know how to uh, do welding, how to create um, like a cage. They really mm-hmm. want to learn about it. Mm-hmm. And like people who learn in math class, I took mm-hmm. the pre-calculus class. Mm-hmm. They really, they really love calculus. Mm-hmm. Not, okay. They're not the one who are who are taking calculus because they are like told to or because they have to take it. But mm-hmm. they take calculus because because they, they love it. it. No, so okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they like it. Mm-hmm. So that's, That's um mm-hmm. that's create a different learning environment in mm-hmm. a class mm-hmm. because you are learning with people who actually want to learn it. Mm-hmm. So discussion is like uh it's like an active discussion. Active discussion um, yeah. um, in two ways, yeah, two ways um, discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two ways discussion. Mm-hmm. It's it's a and they don't mind to express their mm-hmm. like their opinion towards some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like okay. you know. Like we in Indonesia, when we mm-hmm. take a PKN class, we mm-hmm. just take everything for granted. Like just when our teachers told told us about this is democracy, so that's okay. what you take. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different from what experience in a civic class that I went to. Um, so mm-hmm. our teachers told us about um about democracy, about how 
the civic society system works in the United States. And then there's a, uh, my classmate who argued to the teachers, like, like he was really in a different side, like, and that's, that's, that's not a problem. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. it, it's for me, when I saw something like that, I, mm -hmm. I, saw, I saw that was like disrespectful and that's mm -hmm. like impolite. Mm -hmm. But, um, but my teachers told me that it's, it's very common. Yes. Like, if you oh, have okay. your opinion, then express it. Then if mm. you have, um, if you can defend your arguments, you can mm. prove it. Then you have you mm. have a reason why you believe mm. in that. So mm. it's, it's 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't it doesn't have anything with your grades because mm. that's your opinion. That's the point of learning. You you build your understanding. You build your own ideas, mm. and you have some some confidence in uh, in like in like what defending your arguments and something mm. like that. so that's that's the different education system in the united states they yeah. want they want them to learn what they like they want mm. them to be expert in mm -hmm. what they like mm -hmm. so, so that's that's uh that's what um maybe we should have actually i don't know oh. <laughs> I, I don't know man <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's know, like, mm -hmm. okay what well, you know it's um such a really uh yeah, fascinating and it's embraced our inside about the education um, in the United States. Um, you know, the one thing that what I miss, um, it's the same like you, The what I miss in Australia is the education system, you know, it's it's totally yeah. different from Indonesia. I don't know why, I mean like, um, they can create something that we love, you know, not something that yeah. we are forced. Just like what you said, yeah, we, we learn something that I'm not forced to. Not, not like in Indonesia, I mean, probably, yeah, uh, we hope that in the future Indonesia can like, um, do something better with the with the education, but I see something um, coming better uh, in Indonesian education system. You know, like yeah, um, yeah. it's it's just like what Einstein said. You know, if you like um, see a fish from how he climbs um, for the entire life, you're gonna say that he's an idiot, right? Right? But if you see like yeah, true, that's totally monkey, true. Monkey, how he climbs, you're gonna say that he's an expert. Just just like that. I mean, like we have to um, we have to um, like something learn something um, from our deepest heart so it creates um, a great expertise. I really agree with that situation. Yeah. You know? um, okay, then sure. um, talking about the education and achievement, I heard and looked through your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> oh, you have, when you have read, I'm ashamed. When, when you have read um, my article, um, it's just like left a footage. So I opened up your link, uh, Muhammad uh, Nurrahman, uh, Rizky, Muhammad eh? Rahman Rizky. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's your true. name, but I call you Rocky because we have the same name. So, a um, couple yeah. <laughs> of honors and awards. Um, the first is Kennedy Luger Youth Exchange and Study Scholarship, um, Community Service Award, yeah. President Award for Educational mm -hmm. Excellence, Rotary Youth Leadership Award. Um, such a really massive um, honors and award. So, can you tell us what was it like and then um, how is the situation from achieving that? Well, um, actually, in achieving the Canadian Luger, um, I just have to um, deal with the exchange study, the exchange year. So, mm -hmm. so the process itself to attain that to get the scholarship, it's a, it's a, it's the thing that I learned. I have a lot of value. I, I teach myself that um, something will be better in time. That mm -hmm. everything will gonna will gonna be good at the end. Okay. Uh, if we if we just take our uh, give our best shot for anything. Then we gonna get the scholarship. Okay. I get the scholarship. I get my dreams because I put my best shot in, and that's what I learned. So if I want to 
have something in the future and I have to give my best shot and just need a lot of patience and a lot of praying a lot of um, you know everything doesn't come in your in the time that you want because, uh, yeah it's uh, we need to put some hard works and and we don't have a control over time too like um, we can put some hard works but we will get it in like three years or something like that we don't know man we just we, all we can control is just is uh, our effort okay like the hard works that we put and then um the other words that i get actually the I, I yeah I, the community service yeah, award. I really, i'm really interested listening how is the multiculturalism there i mean like how was it like and then how you interact with people how you um um integrate your culture with their culture how was it like i'm i'm really all right curious so so, so this is um one of the work that i i really enjoy mm. so um in the beginning of the scholarship um we were told that if we want to receive this award so we have to um we have to do a community service for 100 hours or more okay mm. so and then we will have the award so i okay. i take the shot i want to receive this award so mm. i um join in a lot of uh, community service and my house mother yes. um the one who took care of me over there mm. worked in a public service section in the government okay. so that's mm-hmm. that's another good thing mm-hmm. because um she helped me uh find a lot of um volunteering mm-hmm. like opportunity like mm-hmm. um we volunteer to clean the county we volunteer to i uh, work in the library mm-hmm. so i i got to ex- have an experience to work as a librarian in the united states in a public mm-hmm. library okay for like three weeks or so it's it's a uh, it's really cool because um mm-hmm. i don't know i i <laughs> as a foreigner and then mm-hmm. have to deal with a lot of books over there mm-hmm. like um how to how to arrange the book mm-hmm. so that um people who go to the library will find it easily how to deal with people who come to the um book and have these kind of problems and something like that mm-hmm. and um their, their library have a lot of um have a lot of um event like um like a, like an open class kind of thing like a, mm-hmm. um like this week um we're gonna have some open class for people who want to learn how to um, use a computer, for example, okay. or how mm-hmm. to something like that, so that's that's really cool that mm-hmm. you can participate in such thing like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the other um, community service that I, I involve a lot is the volunteering in the church. Okay, because it's mm-hmm. it's it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Muslim. Okay, yeah. And then over there, I volunteer a lot in the church. Mm. in a like uh, like a like an event that was held by church like mm. um i don't know they have a lot of a lot of stuff to do okay mostly about the fundraising and something like that to help um like the homeless and something like that and it's really cool because i i have to deal with something that i've never learned before because um in the 17 years of my life i learned about islam i learned about this mm. and this and this mm. then i finally have the experience to, to see learn, what other mm. people thinks yeah to see how they perceive their own belief mm. to see what what is like what thing that they see as a, a good deed or something like that and from there i lot that every religions basically teach the same that teach people how to do how to do a good thing teach people how to behave um mm, okay. in a good manner to others mm. to treat others as a as another mm. human being so so that's that's teach me about like 
other cultures in terms of religions, in terms of um, belief, okay. and how to how we see each others, how we see how people express their belief. It's mm. it just um, give me some kind of um, tolerance, you know. Mm-hmm. Like once I go back home, I I feel myself I I can't accept other people's beliefs easily. Just mm-hmm. I feel like it's a it's not something that I can force my. Belief. Wow, that was a really interesting uh, multiculturalism that happens in the United States and what you experienced there. So I have one, actually one question that um, sticks up on my mind um, since the beginning yeah, I interviewed sure. you. Because we know that um, you have to skip your grade. I mean, like you have to repeat your grade um, in Indonesia. Was it worth for one year grade skip in Indonesia? <laughs> in my yeah. opinion? Yeah. It's it's worth it, dude. Like, I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all. Okay. Because, because like it's it's only one year, man. Mm. Like, I don't I don't see any problem. Mm. I heard I heard something like that too, from like my friends. Like, but you're gonna graduate like not with all your friends that mm. you go to school with. You yeah. gonna have like one year back. Mm. Like when your your friends already in college yeah then you are still in high school don't you yeah. be ashamed of it like mm. no why it's 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 a, it's a it's something like not other people have the experience with okay like frankly speaking risky mm-hmm. like who else in this in the high school okay. that have um that is um part of two class i was yeah. as part of the class of 17 and class mm-hmm. of 18 who mm-hmm. else like mm-hmm. I, i have a lot of close friends in the class that used to be my junior and yeah. is now my fellow classmate mm-hmm. and i have some close friends as well mm-hmm. with the friends that used to be my classmate mm-hmm. and now my mm-hmm. technically my mm-hmm. senior mm-hmm. So, something like that and <laughs> and moreover i have a lot of advantages like, mm-hmm. because my friends already attend colleges like mm-hmm. some of them go to ugm we, mm-hmm. i can ask them like yeah what was it like mm-hmm. and when i want to go to some cities i can just hey hey dude are you free Can I stay in your kosan? Like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's just that's, like, that's just the advantage, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, but but um, but I I want to um, I uh, I remember a quote that was spoken by one of the notable alumni. Okay. From this program, which mm. uh, yeah, huh. I, I don't I don't remember. It, so yeah, he said, uh, it's basically like a like a catapult. Okay. So you pull it backward, mm-hmm. like you are pulling it backward for a year. Mm-hmm. Then you release it and you go like a huge leap ahead. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's just what I think. Mm-hmm. I I don't regret anything. I think it's mm-hmm. it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. It it gives me a lot of moral mm-hmm. values. It gives me a lot of experience, mm-hmm. and it gives me it gives me a, a friends from mm-hmm. all over the world. Like mm-hmm. like I have more. Knowledge is about stuff that's going on here that I have to I have the experience on how to deal with people from different countries from different cultures I have an experience to work in a team in a okay. in a team that consists of people from Different backgrounds different national backgrounds and something like that. So mm-hmm. it's totally worth it for for yeah for everything yeah. Yeah, so I'm really um, uh, shaking, you know, uh, listening to that quotes because that was the quotes that I, you know, I was inspired of to join the IFS or yes, yeah, so Mr. Anis Baswedan yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Anis Baswedan and also Mbak um, Najwa Siap, yeah? They, they, they were, yeah, Najwa Siap. They were the, um, the alumni of IFS, yeah. So this is the last thing from the IFS or yes, section scholarship. So 
What lesson do you get from the AFS or ES scholarship? Lesson from the scholarship is, um, I think mainly it's more about the character building. It's more about the moral value and of the experience that will help to build your, what is it? To build your, I'll say, how you deal with certain issues because because when you don't have this kind of opportunity mm-hmm. like for people who spend the entire life okay. just stay maybe in a in a one region mm-hmm. in or one city mm-hmm. they don't interact a lot with people that come yeah. from different backgrounds they don't mm-hmm. they don't see a lot of what is the reality in other part of the world and for me that's that's like that's like an eye opening for me because okay. Because when I want to talk about this, then I, um, based from the experience, I learned that, oh, wait, so how is it, uh, so how is it works over there? So mm-hmm. how is the people over there perceive these issues? So um, for me, it's, it's just give me some understanding that um, not all people um, have the same ideas with us. Yeah. There are people who think way differently than us. It's, um, it's only a matter of how we deal with it, how we um, respect it, and how we go along with their different ideas. Because, because you know, um, like, like even we have different heads with our brothers, with our sisters. Mm. So, how do you think? How 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 would you believe that mm. everybody will have the same ideas with you? Mm. So that's that's the biggest thing that I learned. That mm. everybody doesn't have the same idea with you. So you can force the others to believe what you believe in. What you can do is that you respect them, you work with that, you go along with that. Okay, that was really, you know, inspiring sights and also thoughts from you, um, Rizky. Um, I hope that the listener from this podcast would really understand um, and get the point of having a scholarship. It's not about the gap year, it's not about um, repeat in Indonesia, but it's the whole new connection and then the whole new experience um, from the multiculturalism itself. So we're gonna yeah. go on to the next topic. It's regarding with the English, um, English in the United States. So right. I was thinking that um, the first time um, I went to Australia, uh, I already understand English, but it's gonna be a lot different to speak with the native speaker. So yeah. English is kind of <laughs> like uh, a barrier to me because it's not my mother tongue. So English is not your mother tongue, right? So do you have any language no, in, in the beginning living in the US, like what I experienced in Australia? All right. Hmm. So, um, so it's only actually have something to do with the culture shock that okay. I speak mm. earlier. Mm. So once you um, pass the language barrier, um, you will overcome the culture shock because okay. because that's pretty much everything. Mm. It's it's mm. about communication, about interaction, mm. and stuff. Mm. So, um, in the first three months mm. of my stay in the United States, it's a uh, okay. I don't know. It's like it, it feels like a hell for me. Like okay, yeah. I don't understand a word that my my friends speak. Really? In conversation. Really? Holy I, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not it's not it's, it feels like just a mouth opens, <laughs> the voice. Wow. It's huh? like mm. like I mean I mean I I got it like I I got to speak English. Oh, yeah. I mm. Catch some words like oh mm. they, mm. uh, there's a few words mm. in this. Um, in this mm-hmm. sentence, so he mm-hmm. might ask about this. Oh, <laughs> okay, so okay. First of all, for the entire three months, yeah. the longest conversation I have with most of my friends is like, "Good morning, how are you? I'm fine." Oh, okay, how are you doing? Uh-huh. like that, and then and then 
after after that when um, they start asking um, Siri questions mm-hmm. and then I began to uh, like ask a lot like um, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry mm-hmm. so maybe they get kind of irritated or something so <laughs> the conversation stopped so that's it feels like a hell for me like oh man <laughs> I, I'm far away from all the, the people mm-hmm. I know that I cannot have some conversation with them and in the place where I stay over there I have no friends that I can have a conversation with so <laughs> it's, 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 it's really what it is it's like it's like a torment for me for, <laughs> okay. for the first three months <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know yeah it's, it's um the only pe- the only person that i can talk with and i have conversation with is just my house family because because my house family um uh, had experience to go abroad as well so okay. they really understand mm-hmm. my my uh the problems i have to struggle mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. so that's that's um that's uh relieving mm. but yeah it's uh it's uh it's uh, <laughs> i would say it's uh mm. it's a really big yeah um what is that it's a little big block ahead like a boulders mm-hmm. ahead of you yeah because um yeah. because communication is everything right yeah like, communication is everything, yeah. Each mm-hmm. others, everything if you don't communicate with each other then we can't basically we are not part of the community yeah are, you, you, know nothing, alien, like, huh? so, you know nothing yeah so that's pretty much what i know what i feel like in the mm. first three months it is okay it's, uh, it's, it's a hellhole yeah uh, excuse my language mm-hmm. <laughs> but actually but, before, um, um, okay Yeah, go on. All right. Um, but after um, three months after that first phase of the language barrier hmm. phase, then I can interact with them. So I I get used to the language they speak. I get used to all the phrases that hmm. they use in everyday life, and so so everything is uh is going normal, and yeah. everything is going way better. Uh, when in the last three months of hmm. my exchange year, because I pretty much just um, just speak like um, maybe like the native. The native, I, yeah. I already know their phrases. Mm-hmm. I know their their like their bahasa gaul. Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. I can I can use slang word. English, yeah, so. slang word. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. slang. That's slang words. Like mm-hmm. like I I can say, whoa, whoa, that's right, man. Whoa, that's uh, that's pretty much right. like. Uh, like the thing that they use in their yeah. life that is really american <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah that was really fun risky <laughs> language is really a barrier for me yeah. in the beginning when i came um to australia too uh because um the, before i went to australia i just um remember each word um in the vocabulary vocabulary list that my mom made so it's kind of hard you know when yeah. it's 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 different ambience you know so for english speaker we have to understand yeah. that um english is a skill you know you have to practice 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 all the time yeah you know it's same as us i mean like well risky yeah, yeah. okay yeah talking about that mm-hmm. so um in school we don't learn how to say like um we don't learn we don't learn how to say piece of cake we don't learn yeah. how to say frog spit we mm-hmm. don't learn we don't learn phrases that they mm-hmm. use in real life mm-hmm. well for instance when um the foreigners learn, learn bahasa indonesia mm-hmm. they don't learn how to use gue lu mm-hmm. alai mm-hmm. they don't learn something like that but yeah that's the language we use every day right mm-hmm. so that's 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 the problem like mm-hmm. when you want to master a language it's 
I'm not talking about English, but mm-hmm. language as a whole language, huh? is that you have to, you have to, what's that? You have to understand the culture, yeah, yeah? the culture behind it. Yeah, understand, you understand huh? the culture. Mm-hmm. You have to integrate with the community. Yeah, to that's really the point. Experience it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's the point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. go ahead. <laughs> you know, it's like learning languages, kind of hard. We have to understand um the social cultural behind it. It's just something like you, you experience. So. How was your host family there? How 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 can they contribute to your English speaking development? All right. Um, so as I um, as I told you earlier that mm-hmm. my host family already had some experience yeah. um, in dealing with uh, surviving in another country. Okay. So that's pretty much uh, my host mother mm-hmm. helped me a lot with my mm-hmm. language because she will speak like slowly and like in a in a in a more in a appropriate that, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can i can get yeah mm-hmm. and she she won't use that fancy words she will use <laughs> some okay like, a language that i will pick up easily and then mm-hmm. my brothers my host brothers will teach me a lot of of like all the cool language like the slang language they mm-hmm. they use and sometimes they she like she play around with me she like mess mm-hmm. mess up with me like he told me some gibberish about something and say that it's a cool word and like when I use it to my friends they're like what is that <laughs> oh no okay <laughs> so, I, I, so that's, that's the funny part so yeah, the, yeah. Um, my host family pretty much just um, make me used to uh, speak in a English accent that mm. in a, what is that in a dialect that in a dialect they, yeah they use um, okay the phrases, <laughs> all the stuff the words and how to behave um in a in, in terms of language when mm. we speak with um others and okay pretty much like that. that was funny that was funny that was funny but yeah I, there's one thing you know that i want to question you before you came to the united states um did you master english i mean like english speaking you you can speak fluently yeah yeah i, I can speak fluently oh but it's well, kind of well, hard, not, um, not, okay not, not as fluent as now but like but i can speak i can speak. okay you can you can speak yeah like um the normal people but it's quite hard because the different dialects there okay yeah it's quite interesting so um the first time i met you i was like holy because you know when you have when you've been abroad and then you met someone in indonesia and then they've been abroad there's there's a kind of like a mutual sense you know i was thinking yeah, the first yeah. time you come up um on the stage holy crap he must live abroad i was thinking like that that was that's why i approach you you you're like speaking hell american <laughs> accent your american accent was really sexy and i really know and understand that and you um you and understand that you you've stayed abroad that way um then i i approach you and asked have you stayed abroad and you said yes in the united states so i believe that developing accent is quite a long journey you know it took a long time and a hard process from understanding the english yeah, language it from its component like speaking listening reading and anything so how can you develop that american accent that sexy american accent you develop um <laughs> since the living in the years you, my, you know, accent is, like, my accent is not sexy <laughs> your well, voice you know. your accent and also your voice it's like um a hell lot of um bass uh inside your throat you know risking in this um um when speaking in this platform and then speaking in the real life you guys are gonna see the difference his voice is really bass i just want to put like a treble inside it so how you develop that accent <laughs> well well if we talk about accent it's, yeah. it's more about how we um interact with the most because 
that's the accent's gonna you uh, that's the accent that you're gonna pick up like okay. if you if you spend a lot of um times with people well i'm not i'm not going to be racist but if okay. you spend a lot of people um with um indian accent then you're okay. gonna speak like the indian accent okay and and the accent itself in america there are a lot of different accents over there like have you watched the movie forrest gum yeah forrest gum yeah forrest gum i watched it yeah did you notice how forrest and his mother speak <laughs> yeah quite, they, quite um. yeah they speak like this so mm. Yeah, so that's, that's the accent that um, exists in the United States because mm. um, the accent between the New Yorker, between the people okay. who live in the uh, West Coast mm. and East Coast and mm. South American is it's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. They are different and mm. you can notice it. You can notice it from the way they speak, the way they mm. their, their tone voice, mm. the way they choose the phrases. And mm. um, my placement, I was placed in California and California okay. is pretty much... Um, it's a, it's a, I would say it's 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 a different part of the United States because there are a lot of um, immigrants over there. So mm, the accent okay. is kind of universal. So so that's a good thing. So okay. I don't I don't pick up accent from the Southern American mm-hmm. to speak like Forrest Gump. I don't pick up um, the accent like um, the New Yorker that kind mm. of speak like British. I, I, I don't know. Mm. So the accent that I picked up is 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 a based on the social okay. environment that mm. I interact with and okay. the time was the Californian people with their um, universal accent, universal American accent. So that's what I learned. That's what I get used to. That's what I get familiar with. So uh. that's the accent that I picked up. And so, mm. if we talk about accent, uh, Risky, yeah. it's, it's actually not a, it's not a big deal actually mm-hmm. for, for all the English learners. Yeah. And then um, when they want to learn English mm. and they feel like oh i don't want to learn english because i i don't have the accent I yeah like a, it's no problem I you speak know english like a person yeah like english like like this japanese person no yeah. because yeah, yeah. Huh. it's like 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 any country has their own accent and, and mm. actually that's a that's a thing that you should be proud of because yeah that's good that's mm. your identity mm. like don't be ashamed to mm. talk english like like uh, people from Tagal mm. that used to speak like Nyong, Olan, Yeah, and that's, a, that's what I'm English. talking about. So don't be ashamed of. Yeah. The point is that you communicate. You yeah, we communicate. English, we and understand. the accent is just, yeah, the accent is just uh, some kind of art. Kind of it, yeah, like, art. It's, people call it like yeah. melody in guitar, you know? <laughs> when you can yeah, when like, you can like, master ac- like, accent when you're speaking it's like you're speaking in a in a diff- more different melody that's what people ask yeah. uh, says <laughs> yeah and moreover when you go to um the place that I, went, that I was I stay in the United okay. States and mm-hmm. uh, my county they really love accent so okay at the first like five months when I still have strong accents, strong Indonesian accents from Japanese. <laughs> okay. They really liked it. Like oh, they talked to me no. a lot because, because they want to hear my accent. It's funny, yeah. Actually, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing because mm. they, they think it's a, it's a distinct um, mm. accent that they never mm. heard before and mm. they really love it because, mm. you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's a matter of how you speak and how you behave. It's, yeah. it's, it's not about the accent. Okay, so oh, yeah. before you understand the American accent and after you understand the American accent, I'm like, do you have any difference? I'm like, because when I have read um, kind of article in the internet that English is a lingua franca and have spread across the nation. So accent is quite important to show social status. It made, um, yeah, it made yeah. you easier to get jobs 
and avoid stereotyping. So, how was it like after and before you uh, master um, the American? Right. I, I personally myself don't really experience um, any problems with stereotype, but I do have some kind of uh, um, different response on how people see me the first time they see me. So, um, before I pick up their accent, before okay. I speak kind of like the Americans, hmm. and I still still speak like the like uh, people from Jawa, yeah, uh, the Japanese people, hmm. um, they will know that I'm a foreigner. So okay. they somewhat will will think that oh um, he's from different kind of the world. They will okay. ask from hmm. where I come from. They ask hmm. about hmm. this and that and hmm. how is it in other country. And after like a few months of there. When I met a new guy, mm. when I met a new people, mm. and I, I I have a conversation with them, they they just they just will be surprised when I told them that I'm I'm a foreigner. I come okay. from another country. Like, uh-huh. what? So, uh-huh. so that's that's pretty much um, that's what thing. I experienced mm. myself. Yeah. Mm, okay. So I, so I don't I don't really experience um, that kind of. I heard uh, I heard it too that um, if you apply for um, like a visa interview and then you mm. have a strong Little Eastern accent or something mm. like that, then you're gonna help. Yeah. Some, like security mm. like that. Yeah, so yeah, that, the, that's right. Mm. Yeah, you're in the airport and you have, um, mm. and you 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 say that you're from United States, but you mm. don't have the accent. Yeah. You're mm. Gonna have to go to um, pure um, process and something mm. like that. I heard that, and mm. and um, from a lot of news that I read, it's mm. it's uh, it's a real thing that happens. Mm. And even my mom say that it's a mm. it's a real thing that actually happens in this world yeah unfortunately but the stereotyping yeah the stereotyping thing yeah well it's uh it depends on how you it depends on who you're dealing with if you're yeah. dealing with uh, someone yeah. someone that doesn't have any problem that someone that is really that have their mind open that um accent is not it's nothing really it's nothing it's not yeah. a problem but if you if you deal with people um with that kind of concern well that's oh. maybe may might give you some extra problem but yeah i think it's not a big it's not a big deal you know actually that that was really interesting you know i i, I study the immigration and also multiculturalism and you know accent is one of um the ways we can um know their motives um coming to our country and then their social yeah. behavior it's it's quite important you know to know the dialects but in the end it's it's nothing a big problem what happened in the us is because they're hap- um they they are you know because the happening yeah. of the terrorism in the united states from the 911 yeah. yeah that's why they are they're kind of avoiding terrorism there so it's it's not not a big deal so anyway yeah. you said that you, you've learned another language um spanish am i right or you don't learn no no language? i didn't learn spanish i so, I, I, just, uh, i just i just i just say that um my school have yeah, spanish yeah it has spanish so do you learn or speak another language besides english i mean like in australia we have um a lotte we call it lotte um uh, additional lessons to speak france and i i, I mm-hmm. can't speak french i just can say bonjour je m'appelle ruski um do you, do you speak another language oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> do you speak another language i um, i'm actually still learning i i can't really speak other language but i'm learning russian oh wow okay and, mm-hmm. yeah but but i but it's still a long way to go for me to be able to like speak freely so it's just the same with you um mm. i just can't say like um wow. yeah, you, uh, 
yellow liu cita yu kniga it's just some basic stuff like you know okay i'm still learning yeah. okay that was really um interesting facts and also experience and excitement that you had um in the united states rescue i think we are on the last discussion so do you have anything to say to my listeners regarding with um your experience and also probably you want to say anything about english or something please all right um well talking about english itself for um for all the people who are trying trying so hard to learn english um from what i see uh, i think the biggest problem that they that they have is that they focus too much on the grammar okay. that they don't want to speak it do, do do you see that as well yeah i see that i see that until now until now yeah i think i think people like they focus too much on how to place like how to place you are something and mm. i am something it's just <laughs> yeah. just it's boring it's making yeah. language boring and mm. it's it's not about english it's about any language if you learn like that it's going to be boring stuff and you pretty much just don't learn anything or, or you can't read it but mm. you pretty much just don't have any confidence to okay. say so for english learners i think the biggest thing that you have to um deal with is the confidence to use mm. it in daily conversations so so don't be ashamed to like to speak english well well not to speak english mm. with no reason because mm. that's going to be weird because mm. to interact with other people who want to learn english and speak english and to like don't be ashamed with any like mistake they made because even the native speakers even even us mm. sometimes still make a mistake yeah mistakes a lot of mistake mm. but the difference is um we have the confidence to speak we have the confidence to use it as a as the language of communications so that's the point if you want to learn english to be able to communicate with other, each, each others so don't be ashamed to just pick it to just pick it out you just use it with other people have kind of some conversation mm-hmm. with it have mm-hmm. some like you know some easy talk with others because mm-hmm. that's the way language goes mm-hmm. it's it's a matter of how you get used to it it's a matter of um how you interact with it okay. and yes that's that's pretty much about the language mm-hmm. and about my experience i think i think i i say it all already and mm-hmm. it's just how how we need to appreciate each other how we mm-hmm. how we have um moreover we who live in indonesia as a okay a culturally diverse nations mm-hmm. we have to you have to realize that we live together with people who have different beliefs with us we have live together with people with different um background with us with different different understanding different perspective different way of thinking so just just don't force your own belief don't force your hmm. own um what you think is right to other people because they may perceive it differently just just be yourself and okay. just let other be themselves as well and just get along with it so that's that's pretty much what i want to say to the listeners okay <laughs> okay thank you so much risky um sorry rocky <laughs> thank you so much rocky for yeah. um the insight and also the thoughts and also your perspective regarding with your ex- excitement and also experience when you study abroad um thank you so much uh you've um i'll be uh, i'm so glad you know having you in my podcast uh, i hope that oh, yeah. all it's, the listeners uh, for me. yeah i hope that all the listeners can understand what you're saying and also can um 
yeah, study about English through listening this podcast. Okay, so I'll see you um, in the next episode. Long life learners. <laughs>